0: Welcome to this week's episode of bitchopedia. I have a very special guest with me, Brandon Andrews. Hey, Becca. Hi, Angel. We're here to talk about something gross. Is it
1: gross? In,
0: in honor of Valentine's Day, this is my. Is that just, coming up? I don't when think so. That? I'm just ignoring it.
1: I've never heard of her. It's Mardi Gras.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're uh, celebrating the carnival season
1: yeah yeah
0: Well, th- okay so this is officially my first valentine's day as a single person
1: is it welcome to the club i'm 32 <laughs> years old and the only time i've like celebrated with a person it was my fake girlfriend so <laughs> nice oh <laughs> with- my god okay well this is a struggle i for still me. love you know she's still my best friend but exactly. anyway I've okay so single valentine's
0: well That's okay, because this episode is about something even better, and we're going to celebrate Valentine's Day in our own way, Mm which is self-love.
1: We love self-love. Love
0: Love self-love. Even though I'm really struggling with it, I'm kind of looking to you for motivation.
1: (laughs) Oh, look, I will in no way claim that I have mastered it, but I'm fairly content with it.
0: See, and I would say like. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, from the outside looking in, you seem like you have a lot of love for yourself and you're like comfortable with who you are as a person.
1: Honey, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? (laughs) Can I get an amen?
0: Yes. Well, while we're talking about love, this is actually perfect because you have a song called Love is Love, which by the way, is in my head. Yeah. I listened to it right before and I cannot stop singing it
1: good good you know that is one of my first songs that I feel like genuinely reflects who I am right uh not to talk about it a lot but I did gospel music for years like because growing up in the south and you can sing well that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to sing at church
0: exactly well
1: then I grew up and like you know, came into my own. And was like, that's not going to work. So uh, my friend Leanna, she helped me produce this song. Love is love. And it's really taken off and I, it's my little anthem.
0: Yes. And you have over 20,000 streams. I mean, that was a couple of days ago. It's probably more now. Isn't that insane?
1: It's almost to 21,000. Oh yes.
0: my God. Well, I'm that's, very
1: excited.
0: Yes. Well, I love it. And we can talk a little bit. I mean, love is, lo- tell me a little bit about what you wrote because no one really knows your background and just give it yeah, a little bit. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'm 32 now, but for, mm, I would say a good 20 years I spent writing and singing gospel music and I still love God with all of my heart but I have a different relationship with God now right um and it's really not the God that I was introduced to as a child yes. um what it turns out to be is that God to me is so much better than what we were told yes so, yeah, so I but as a gay man and I came out when I was like um twenty one, twenty or twenty-one is when I finally came out. And uh, you know, ten years later, it finally registered that there's really not a market for a gospel singer. <laughs> so it's just so, an untapped market, okay. You know, one day, one day we may get there. The world ready. Don't get for me it yet. wrong. Don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean there's not gay people in gospel music.
0: Just, <laughs> that, we want out them right now.
1: That, no, that's a different podcast, and different exactly. tea, different tea for a different day. Exactly. But, so, so I've always written about love mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just kind of shifting the focus to um, a little bit more uh, genuine type thing. Right. So love is love was born. The chorus is... So simple, and if you looked at it on paper, it would be like, "What is this? Like, what? Who cares?" But the chorus is, "Go ahead, do your thing, live your truth. It's everything. Dream that dream. Keep looking up, and just remember that love is love. It's so simple, but, but it—that's it, the hardest thing. Exactly, to do. that's
0: what I was gonna say. Yeah. And self-love is yeah. something that sounds so easy too. Like, yeah, of course I love
1: myself. Like, no, sure." absolutely
0: yeah, I not don't and think, i'm sorry
1: go ahead. I, I, you wouldn't call it like a parenting fail mm-hmm. um it's i i would never say oh well it's because i was raised differently but this is everyone i think everyone has a hard time loving who they truly are or embracing themselves and celebrating that because in our culture that's just not normal or yes. it wasn't normal and right. thankfully it's becoming a little bit more of the norm
0: yes Thank- and it's becoming thankfully. okay well and see that oh, was one yeah. of the big things too not that I mean again you know you're not we're not going to trash our parents but the way we were no raised, way. I think with our parents generation it was kind of like a big thing that my dad would say is like don't be conceited and I think sure. I kind of directed sure. like any self-love that I felt like if I thought oh, I'll look pretty that's he was making sure to stay me home, you know, to keep me home. Sure, sure.
1: Know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there they're definitely cockiness still exists and arrogance and all that stuff. But uh, self-love is something totally different. I mean, exactly. there's, there's a difference in, you know, hopping in the mirror after getting ready for the day and saying that I am the hottest thing that's going to hit the street today. Right. And there's a difference in that. And someone who looks in the mirror and says, I can't stand the person that I'm looking at. Right. And or somewhere avoids in-
0: the mirror altogether because that was me. Like I can't I- even I not even face it, you know? Like
1: Right. Right. Somewhere in between those two, mm-hmm. there's a very content place that is true. a person who walks by a mirror and maybe not every time, but when you look in it, you're like, I'm proud of you. I like you we're doing this like maybe maybe like your goals are just not astronomical but maybe your bills are paid and you haven't wrecked your car or like (laughs) whatever because
0: even I have above water this month and it's fantastic
1: sure it's just like the simple things it's okay to give yourself permission to celebrate the little stuff 100%
0: and one big thing I know this is this is actually something I brought up in my one of my other episodes and then I never finished I got interrupted and it's been bothering me ever since so I'll say it now but there was one thing we got distracted because I was talking about my source which was Lala from Vanderpump Rules but (laughs) give me a little credit here because then she was talking about you know whatever body dysmorphia basically and how she looked at her body and she would start thanking her body or you know what it does so that was something I started doing I would look and I have a child so I looked at my stomach which has always been my insecure area and looked at it and was like you know what thank you because you process my food that gives me energy sure birth to a child you know and I look at my arms like they're a little too big but I've got the muscles to pick up my kid and give them a hug and to go to work you know and he's yeah. it, like yeah. you keep reinforcing yeah. and reminding yourself that your body is not just to look at you no. know it's all, no. like it's to function with
1: Yeah. So the cool thing for me is that I've been super skinny and I've also been really fat. (laughs) And like the first time that I was like, what the, what, like probably the medical charts would call overweight. Right. I could not stand myself. Like, but that's, I was also like living in the closet and, Mm -hmm. you know, I felt like living multiple lives or whatnot. And then I kind of like went through seven, not kind of like, I did go through seven years of raging alcoholism and addiction, Mm -hmm. which it turns out cocaine is a decent weight loss tactic, but it gets (laughs) you in a lot of trouble.
0: Not consistent enough.
1: (laughs) I got down to 155 pounds. Exciting, right? Right. Still didn't like the way I looked. Of course. Like I looked dead because I was doing drugs and drunk every night. Right. And Now I'm almost, almost, not quite, but I'm almost as fat as I've ever been. And I'm so okay with it. And you know what? I told one of my friends the other day, I was like, also a type one diabetic and my numbers are great. My blood work, like everything's fine. So I'm not like terribly panicked about this extra piece of me that I'm carrying around. Right. I feel like I'm an average size and... I still take great pictures. So if you at the end of Filters the day, still exist. okay. If at the end of the day that you can like just find your place, mm-hmm. find, find your outfit, you know, find find whatever.
0: Happy um, medium.
1: For me, sometimes it's like a 2X Target t-shirt. Right. It's what I have on right now. Well, you know, and and
0: honestly, I think the I've lost, I think, like 30 pounds since COVID. And it, right, a lot of it was because of stress and whatever. But within the past few months, I've really been, we'll talk about it. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But this okay. is the first time I feel like I've been at a weight that's healthy and I got there in a healthy way. So sure. I'm okay with the way I look because of the way I feel. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean, I, I think it all boils back to that content thing. And, right. I, the same way that people get self-love confused with um, cockiness or conceited, uh, content is not the same thing as complacent. Um, con- content is like an action. Content mm-hmm. is like I'm thankful for where I'm at. Um, complacent is just kind of like throwing your hands up and saying, "Well, this is good enough."
0: You <laughs> That's know, true. Uh, there's like movement con- behind.
1: Yeah, content yeah. is a content is like a verb so I'm very content
0: I love that okay well let me see (laughs) I wrote down a few things um okay well just to start with self-love to clarify is caring for our mental emotional and physical health which is what we talked about yeah um, yeah. and accepting your flaws and weaknesses which is hard
1: (laughs) oh it's it's terribly hard yes because it's it's not what we were told is normal or it's or it's not natural. So it's, it's something you have to work towards.
0: Right. And I'm getting there. And honestly, like what you were saying, I'm not going to get too religious or whatever, but I mean, we come from both Southern Baptist backgrounds and I kind of had this like spiritual awakening that just Mm -hmm. opened my eyes to see, everything and that's really when my like self-love journey started because I started journaling and doing shadow work if you don't know what it is look it up and he went mm-hmm. like I'm gonna do a whole episode on shadow work but it's basically just like going through all of your flaws and dark stuff that you have sure. to all of your trauma and just kind of working through it and I think that that's kind of when I started was through all that stuff and like reading which also this book you should definitely read um, breaking the habit of being yourself basically just okay. the psychology behind how to break your brain down and like rebuild it from the way yeah. used to think you know yeah so these are some steps that I found to practice self-love we okay. Can, you know, Hit know up. okay so Hit the first it. one is to recognize and accept your emotional state which is basically sure. just stop lying to yourself
1: yeah which may be the hardest part <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and realize that we sometimes have behaviors that numb how we feel. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I, with getting sober, I like it. I, people probably think that like rehab 30 days is a long time, but it was probably like on the 20th day before I realized I was there. Right. <laughs> so
0: it's like, well, Was that it's, when you took a break from social media too? Because I remember that. Sure. Yeah. It was at the
1: same time. So honestly, I got arrested for the fourth time. One, two, three, four. What? Um, I'm not proud of it, but it right. happened. And I feel like I should talk about it because yeah. a lot of people think when that happens to them, especially in the South, that they're the only ones who have ever gotten a DUI. They're the only ones who've gotten arrested
0: Uh, absolutely not
1: our parents are our families they like run and they fix it for us and then it's gone you know yes uh so time number four rolled around and I went to rehab of course you don't have your phone so you're not on social media whatever and uh yeah you just like uh reprogram I think another thing like how maybe self-love could be twisted in a way that we felt like it was wrong or not a good thing Mm -hmm. brainwashing is not necessarily a bad thing sometimes because when you may have been programmed the wrong way, right? Your brain, your brain needs a good washing.
0: Yeah. Well, that's kind of and what that clean- book is about, honestly, is like breaking down all the shit <laughs> yeah. you that's just
1: Just a wrong. cleansing.
0: Yeah. yeah. And just like take it, just be gentle with yourself. You know, and this kind yeah. of like what you're talking about with sobriety, this is basically the self-love version of admitting it is the first step you know like you yeah. have to recognize there's a problem look at what yeah. it is check in with your emotional state frequently which is one thing that I struggled with too was like I'll get on this self-love journey I'm like yeah I'm doing great and then a week later you know it's over yeah, yeah. things <laughs> are built up and it's like whatever I don't even care yeah. it's, it's just to, the be back,
1: to the back burner yeah exactly and I wouldn't say that like self-love is something that I like ran out and um pursued, but it ended up being a way of life for me. Yeah. And it ended up being the only way that I just wasn't suicidal all the time. or didn't, Literally, you know, yeah. like, it, it wasn't necessarily like a hobby that I chose. Mm-hmm. It was a life altering. This is, this is the only thing. The only way you're going to survive this is if you be kind to yourself, do things that you like, you know, quit hurting yourself. Um, uh, You know, what's
0: crazy too, with uh, when I felt like when Corona happened, that's kind of when everyone obviously quarantined, we all kind of had time to ourselves, but you know, right before that, I had just got my dream job. Everything's moving. My parents are proud of me and then Corona. So right around September, I got cheated on. That was a big thing. And then after that, I kind of started like moving forward and being, I've got it take time for yourself which I had plenty of because I had no one yeah. around me but even with all <laughs> that you know I have my mom texting me every other day being like you know we're worried because I'm working part-time right now it's all I can do and you know she's like we're worried about you and I'm like I know like I know what you're thinking from the outside looking in it looks real bad okay but honestly sure. this is the most like mentally stable I have been since I can remember
1: isn't Who- that fantastic
0: yes I mean, I might Sometimes, not, like, I might get kicked because yeah. I can't pay my rent, but.
1: Right. Right. Hard. At least she'll be happy. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> Which is crazy, you know, but I really did. I started taking time in myself because I struggle to be alone, especially sure. in silence. Like I can be, as long as I'm keeping myself busy, I don't really have to focus on anything. Sure. Know? Yeah. So I would just go yeah. out and like, we're drinking and whatever, obviously when I don't have my child, but when he goes with his dad, you know, I'd go to work, go out yeah. some beers, whatever. And whatever I could do to not focus on my problems seemed like it was working but in the long run all it does is more damage you know
1: are weren't we kind of led to believe that busy was a good thing
0: yes fill all <laughs> like, of your time yeah
1: yeah if you were sitting at home then you were a lazy slob exactly. but you know like I mean if you're sitting at home and everything's taken care of honey yeah. it's just fine
0: exactly and that was one thing I kind of yeah. had to like start with because Having a lot of free time does give you anxiety. It's like when you're in school and you get a day off, you know, and you're like, fuck, I know there's something I'm forgetting. Like there's, I'm going to have it, you know, and you start panicking. Like, why do I have all this time on my hands? What am
1: I supposed to be doing? Yes, exactly.
0: So I, and another thing is you can't just, when you're by yourself, don't just scroll through social media because that was my first stage was like, yeah, I'm by myself. I'm on TikTok 90 hours a day, but it's fine (laughs) because I'm alone, you know?
1: Yeah, do they call that doom scrolling?
0: Oh, that's Have a whole heard? other thing. That was, I mean, I the guess panic. It's, I, Yeah, I was, I, was saying, I guess it's still going on. But this was like pre-election. That was like everyone starts looking <clears throat> at what's going on.
1: That was de- Well,
0: we won't even go anything. there. We yeah. won't even go there. But you know, distress. So don't just and staying <laughs> off social media. I think is probably one of the best things you could do anyway, because it's just oh. creates this whole unhealthy thing.
1: And can we go ahead and just acknowledge that it's not real life?
0: 100%.
1: It's the furthest thing from real life. And But technically, this is is when it really clicked for me that it wasn't real life. Mm -hmm. Whenever I told people that I got arrested and I was going to rehab and I had a drink and drug problem and they were like, oh my God, that's so wonderful. I can't believe. And I'm like, well, (laughs) why wouldn't, you know, why wouldn't I tell everybody? Right, because if I'm supposed to be living a life of honesty now, yes, and not hiding what I—that's—that's that's what got me there.
0: Exactly. Well, look, I'm, to, a, I'm know, a big. i pretend to be straight, <laughs> <and> whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what got me into this shit in the first place. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. A, that's what I'm a big here. believer. So I have to be honest yeah exactly and i'm a big believer in um obviously because i started a podcast about it and our slogan is united yeah. in trauma so like i'm we all about sharing your shit. yeah i put it on the yeah. front page to tell everyone but that's how yeah. i cope. and i know a lot of people aren't like that so if you want to like journal and keep it to yourself you don't have to tell everyone your business
1: sure and but, some people you know private therapy is the way right, to go right um, but just but know that keeps... all
0: these people who are posting the shit sure it ain't real. <laughs> and the first time I realized that was, I'm not going to call any names because that would be fucked up. But okay, the girl okay. that I worked with was, po- I mean, she would tell me every day about how shitty the guy that she was with was every day. And then oh, yeah. she would, and then she would go post something and be like, "So blessed to have him." Like, you just told me that he like pushed a hole in the wall. What is wrong sure. with you? You know?
1: Sure, sure. So when don't you believe know there's everything. Like, yeah, when you know there's like a double, double life going on or whatever exactly. um but yeah I think the uh, honesty is the form of self-love I mean very when you can be true. honest honest about what's going on with you and I mean some things are better kept private but you know whatever
0: but whatever makes um, you feel good honestly because that's how I feel yeah. you know we've talked about that with another girl that I worked with who's very to herself and she's like I just don't get like the need to go tell everyone I'm like it's not a need to go tell everyone but i found that when I discuss the shit that I've gone through, it helps me connect to other people. Sure. hence united in trauma. We talk about all our shit and that's how you heal And you learn to be empathetic for other people and you learn other people. Like, I don't know anything about being a gay man, but I can talk to you and find out, I, you know, <laughs> like your, your perspective and like what you go through. And I want to understand other people's like struggles, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and as you know, I, there's, there's so much just like social injustice as far as just racial equality and whatever. Um, At the end of the day, being a gay man in the South, I'm still a white man. So I don't have the biggest struggle in the world. And I don't think it's a competition to see who has the biggest struggle, but um, something that is important about sharing what you're going through or sharing trauma or events or whatever Mm -hmm. Even if you don't heal from sharing it, at least you just realize that everybody else is going through their version of whatever.
0: Yes. And a lot of times I find that because (laughs) as fast as my brain can think the thought, it comes out of my mouth. It's always been a problem. But a lot of times when I'm talking to my friends, I'll finish saying something and I'm like, oh shit.
1: Yeah, I guess That's what that was. Once you hear yourself process it, you realize what you were really feeling the whole time.
0: Exactly. And then, um, so step number three, which was also a struggle for me, is to get enough sleep. Uh,
1: sleep is a wonderful thing. Sleep is a wonderful thing.
0: Very um, healing. And I'm not talking because how, sleep, I'm not talking about sleep? 16 hours of, you know, staying in bed and being miserable, but getting a sufficient. Which-
1: yeah, what's your goal? Like, what's your good sleep? If you said I'm getting good sleep, how many hours of night is that for you?
0: Oh shit! Well, before I mean, for the first three or four years of my kid's life, I was getting three, two to three hours of sleep every night for years, <gasps> years.
1: Just two to three. I
0: Where I swear I don't even know how I functioned, and I remember one day going to my then husband and being like, I, "You don't understand. Like, I'm losing." My mind, this is literal torture. They do this to torture people. Like they play the music when you're about to fall asleep. They play the music. Like sure. I'm losing my mind. And I swear to you, it has a bigger sure. effect than you think. So, I mean, honestly, I'll try to go, well, it's almost 10 o'clock now. We're talking about sleeping, but we try not to look for this. <laughs> but really, I mean, six, eight hours, you know, is decent enough.
1: Yeah. I'm eight to 10. Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm eight a kid to 10. Either. No, I don't. They wake you up right um, yeah i'm eight to ten and i can function on six
0: okay that's good
1: yeah i can do three
0: hours but it's definitely not going to be a few consecutive days in a row
1: no but also good for you anyway
0: that's true and also one of the important things about getting enough sleep that i realized was creating a bedtime routine Mm. just like when you have a kid and they're like okay once you start getting, you know, do the same thing every night. You feed them, you bathe them, rock them, read whatever, and then they go to bed. Yeah. And they, their brain knows like it's time for bed. You know. That's so- me.
1: Moisturizer, eye cream, chapstick, lots of it. Yeah. And then Golden Girls.
0: That is a beautiful, beautiful bedtime every beauty. night.
1: I I talked to my sister about this. My sister is 15, about to be 16. And she enjoys, she feels like one day she wants to be a criminal psychologist. And so she enjoys a lot of the crime shows. Mm. And she hasn't shown any like signs or symptoms that it bothers her. But I was telling her about palate cleansers the other Uh day and how important kind of like that last thought of your day and your first thought of the day is so whatever your version of like the golden girls is maybe it's a song or maybe it's a prayer
0: or Or a meditation Uh, i started doing a bedtime meditation because they say that's when your brain which i'm on this hippie now but they say that that's when your brain is the most um it's talking about frequency so like high frequencies, whatever so like your dream state that's when you're able to like manifest the most stuff and kind of process the most it's the closest you'll be to another dimension does that make sure sense? so sure. like when you're getting in that zone you kind of like create like you can control a lot of I had a lot of nightmares and stuff and once I started like not watching crime shows right before I go to sleep or sure. you know, stuff like that I watch Gilmore Girls obviously it's a classic that's my bedtime show
1: yeah just have a version of just yeah. something light Are you're talking about reaching another dimension or like the closest you'll ever be that window of time yes that's that is how I feel 10 days after Botox.
0: <laughs> okay, wait. So do I need to add Botox to my self-love list?
1: I'm I will not, not 30. say. Well, let's say this. Okay, so I started getting it when I was 30. Okay. And I have been, so I've had it, getting it for two years now. Uh-huh. And I will say that nobody on God's green earth has to have it. You just don't. You don't have to have it. Wrinkles are natural, you know, aging is natural, whatever. But for me at my job, Mm -hmm. I have to sometimes be at work and personality turned on 100 at at 530 in the morning. And I found that my face just kind of looked tired all the time. Like it wasn't that I looked older. I just didn't look refreshed. Right. Honey, when you knock those wrinkles out, <laughs> does it? It, it really gives you like this boost. Now, I won't say <sighs> okay. it does not for everybody because I don't want to do a Botox commercial. But we're not doing it. it. This
0: is not sponsored.
1: No, it that's what be. it did for me. That's what it right. did for me. Yeah.
0: Right. I got my wrinkle cream. I'm okay with it, whatever. I'm not going to age gracefully, but that's another. We also talked about, I'll have you drink on my a, episode about turning Drink 30. a lot of water. I do. I've kind of drink a that. lot.
1: They say a hundred or more ounces a day,
0: which is chug, a lot. That is a lot. But I'm chugging some yeah. water, and I cut out drinking all the other vices I'm not supposed to have. You know, I, and once sure. I started doing that, which okay, so look, I'm getting ahead of myself again. Exercising is step four. So okay. this was a big thing that I, I mean. I Wait, guess I,
1: before before you get to that, okay, and when you said you cut out drinking. I want to say this too, because okay. nobody has to have Botox. And I don't believe that everybody has to get sober to be happy 100%. because not everybody drank like I did. Right. and if, if you can have one glass of wine,
0: mm-hmm. I'm
1: so proud of you, but I cannot. Right. So it's just like mine may be golden girls and yours may be Gilmore girls. Sobriety may be it for you and moderation may be it for you so very
0: true and honestly when I cut the drinking out drinking makes me feel like shit anyway not a big drinker yeah I like to go in another direction um but (laughs) um I stopped all of that just because my like my mind wasn't clear and I wanted to just take a break and honestly besides like the drinking whatever I was counting my calories and I'm like I'm not I don't need alcohol and it's just unnecessary calories exactly (laughs) like I'm, yeah. not doing that. I'm not going to be bloated yeah. because I don't like drinking that much,
1: you know? It's a lot of empty. It's a lot of empty stuff. Exactly. And you were headed into exercise. Yes. So I live in New Orleans and I've been here, lived in New Orleans for five years now. Uh-huh. And I don't, I, if you said, do you exercise? My answer would be absolutely not. But you know what I enjoy is walking, which yes. apparently is exercise. <laughs> Who would have thought? So.
0: Well, right. honestly, so, that is how my exercise started. I'll say, I, I went to the gym. I mean, I've had a gym membership. I have been an exerciser before Then COVID. Sure. And I stopped, but I was making yeah. real progress. But the, the way that I started doing it was because there's a neighborhood mm-hmm. across my house. I call it the mm-hmm. because it literally looks like Pleasantville. Okay. But it's gorgeous and just got the cutest little, you know, different color houses. So I, every time I went there, it made me so happy.
1: Did I and guess which one it was?
0: Oh, no, but this one is just, it's very cute. And it's got a little circle, whatever. So I was like, I'll just go walk. And I would just look at the houses and, you know, I'm not doing it to sure. burn calories. I'm just doing it to get movement and enjoy,
1: you know. just get yeah. out. Yeah. The sunlight,
0: There's, endorphins, yeah. like, hello, it's a whole thing. Science. I'm the yeah. science is the like exercise gives you. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, uh, you know, with coronavirus, since we've talked about the pandemic, Mm-hmm. Um, I had that back in August and it was amazing what vitamin D played into just getting a little bit better. I mean, it wasn't like a major bounce back because right. of getting some sunshine, but it sure didn't hurt.
0: Well, let me tell you, I did the opposite. My bedroom has no windows.
1: Mm. I had just gotten cheated
0: on. Then I caught mm. Corona because I was like, I'm going to go out hang out with some people from work, and it's, the day I stepped out of my house to be, you know, social, I got fucking Girl, COVID. From, it was one person. It was just one you person. You
1: just, you thought you were alone, but Miss Rona came to hang out
0: with you. That's true. She did keep me some company now. <laughs> but look, I didn't, I don't think I walked outside for two weeks. My kid couldn't come over, yeah. so I just stayed in bed, sobbed, I watched Bridgerton, caught up on all my shows, and went to sleep more, but that bitch... I thought
1: it was going to take me down. I thought that I was going to die a couple times. And then I started feeling better. I like got this. And I think I messaged you about this. Be careful oh. about that second wind. Because yes. you're going you're gonna to feel like you're feeling better. And that girl is just kidding. She yes. A, she and I'm so it. glad that you told me that too, because I
0: did. Yeah. I had it. And I was like, fuck, I feel good. I stood up, you know, got moving. Yeah. And I was like, don't ever no, do it. It.
1: Yeah, That's yeah, it. That's don't the false do start. it. Don't overdo it. Yeah. Well, I'll okay, so this is it.
0: another thing, and this is the last thing I'll say about exercising because Jesus Christ, you don't have to exercise like a ton. But this is one thing that I read in this book. Um, was that gut health is directly tied to mental health. I want to say it's like 80 something percent or something. I mean, it is an outrageously high percentage.
1: You mean my five upper pill might be keeping me happy <laughs> Did we freeze up.
0: Yes but it's okay. I've got you. Okay. Um,
1: you, I did you can, take
0: well, good. Well, you know, yeah. I started taking a probiotic every day. Now I okay. definitely got old. I'm like, I got my probiotic. Goddamn. But you know, like with, I mean, all of these things, you don't have to do all these things. And this is an intense kind of like, I'm kind of throwing myself into it basically because I'm trying to fast track it, which in itself is another issue because you can't really fast track self-love you know
1: well everybody does a boot camp for everything else that's true so why not yeah that's true yeah.
0: i'm just doing like a two-week intent well yeah. really, it's been months but yeah just an sure. intense like but i'm trying to get it out of the way and honestly that's what like the step back from work and stuff because i could i just yeah. I told my mom and i know a lot of people especially young people are feeling this way like i can't go back to this job Or any job, you know, where it's just misery. When I feel this way, like we're kind of finally understanding, especially like side projects and side hustles. Like I want to be, I want to podcast full time. That's the goal, you know. it's Like now, I sit down and I talk about this, and I love it, and I want that to be my job. So that's the goal. Yeah. I'm basically starving artist right now because you know you have to make time for it. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, don't we know? Aren't we all? Yeah well then okay so that also leads into so that's
1: the music for me just creativity keep some creativity going um that's a big outlet yeah and I think that's what you found with this and when you say don't when you say you're fast tracking or um you know trying to catch up Mm -hmm. don't speak nicely to yourself you deserve you deserve all this you deserve you deserve the good stuff so if you get in a hurry to do it for yourself that's not a bad thing. You're just in a hurry yeah. to do the good stuff.
0: That's true. Well, yeah. okay. So, eating right is another thing. And I feel like I'm kind of jumping. <laughs> I could jump all over the place, but I'm trying to stay in order here. Eating right, um, watching what I put into my body has had a huge effect. Sure. Just not like, nope, not really red meat and like the alcohol, whatever. And another thing in my hippie dippy chit okay everything's energy right food everything everything Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so it said don't order takeout because when you do you're absorbing the people who are cooking your foods energy and let me tell you something i have worked in the hospitality industry for the last 11 years and the people who cook your food i mean they're good people but holy shit that is not the energy that you want to absorb isn't that crazy
1: come to think of it it's not too far from probably true now I don't know if I'd go so far as to say take out or delivery but you know picture no, it your was grand- saying
0: that cooking for yourself you know, when you cook for yourself you're basically telling yourself that you're worthy of more you know
1: oh yeah picture cooking. your grandmother like your grandmother in the kitchen how yeah. much like love energy and, and
0: love yes. pra- yeah
1: practice yeah. and she's been working on that biscuit recipe for yes. 50 years yes know? yeah you're worth that
0: exactly so I but started I'm trying also to wa-
1: I, I'm also worth the four for four every now and then too <laughs> you know
0: you gotta treat yourself sometimes okay and you just that ordered sushi converting. for yourself which I feel like <gasps>
1: are you telling everybody you can tell them yeah you can tell them
0: I wasn't gonna rat you out but he did go walk well with it earlier I was like oh my mouth started yeah. watering <laughs> i got
1: it yeah i do that often i have a favorite sushi place here in new orleans which i won't mention because they haven't given us any money yet but if they wanted to i would say their name that's right they um their delivery service is divine and i probably eat it three times a week honestly
0: well i don't think there's any i mean you know these are again just small things that you can do but i mean the real reason i stopped ordering food to begin with was because it was too expensive so it i just expensive. didn't want to spend the money all the time you know but sometimes you do have to treat yourself it makes you feel good like you know yeah. get your little treat
1: yeah and get then, the responsibilities taken care of and then treat yourself accordingly
0: exactly and then yeah. so the next one is what we were talking about earlier using talk positive self-talk like positive affirmations mm-hmm. and just in general watching the way you speak to yourself you know and mm-hmm. like the language that you're using with yourself because I know it's a common example I feel like but when you you know talk about yourself and you look in the mirror and they say okay imagine you're saying what you're saying to yourself to one of your friends and there are moments when I would look in the mirror and be like you're fucking disgusting like you look so gross you know and you're just thinking this to your head and then you're like okay turn around and say that to your friend and like hey you're well, fucking disgusting
1: I have I have told them that we're not hey, friends only anymore words on some but people. I have to- We're not friends anymore, but I have told them that.
0: (laughs) It's a good way to run people off. If you're trying to be alone, that's a great way. Um, Yeah, it's wonderful. (laughs) But yeah, and then gratitude, like showing gratitude to yourself.
1: Gratitude, one of my favorite little quotes or sayings about gratitude is gratitude turns what you have into enough. And That would have that used that like in former Brandon, that would have been something that probably like made me gag. Right. But now that I'm like living that in gratitude and honesty and all that good stuff, right? Um, it is really true.
0: Yeah. I mean I love that.
1: You go to work, you do a good job, you get paid, you take care of your responsibilities, you come home. Maybe the apartment is not as big as you want. Maybe it's not in the part of town you want, but it's warm and it's clean and it has all your stuff in it. And it's uh, that when you're grateful for that, it's enough. That's true.
0: Yeah. Gratitude is something I really struggle with. And that's something I'm still working on.
1: Yeah. It's a biggie. Yeah.
0: And apparently it's like a huge thing in manifestation too, is to express gratitude. So that was one thing that I, cause I looked for buying a house. Of course that was pre-corona and sure. you know, of course, which luckily all that fell through because who knows what would have happened, you know, with Corona. So I'm glad that yeah. it happened. But then, I mean, my apartment I looked at cause it was supposed to be short-term And then I looked at it and was like, you know what? Every person who comes over here, the first thing they say is, it's so cozy. It just feels very like homey, you know? But it's just a little duplex. And it's, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's cheap. It wasn't supposed to be anything like long term. But once I finally stopped, once me and my ex broke up, I wasn't going over to his house every day that I didn't have my kid. So I finally was forced to like look at my house. I was like, okay, you need to make this your space. So that it feels like when you're coming home, it's, you know, it's your place, your safe haven. Like, and it was not that for the first two years I lived here.
1: I'm trying to think of which friend I have that uses this term often, and it might be common, but I hadn't heard it a lot. Mm-hmm. They're ta- I, they, It has to be one of my friends that travel a lot because mm-hmm. at, at at some point they said they'll they're fine and they'll be okay. They'll always be happy as long as they have their creature comforts. Have you ever heard of creature comforts? No. <laughs> Me either, but they describe it to me as like, you know, as long as a squirrel is surrounded by acorns, they're pretty happy. And it's like, as long as you've gotten your little nest of stuff that you like, whether for me, it's like. Pottery and cookware, right? <laughs> you,
0: know?
1: right. Got, and you can see I got colder girls hanging on the canvas uh, hanging above my right under Dolly over here, right? Dolly's over there, and I got Brittany and Cher over here. All my friends are over there. But you, uh, you in surround your yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in the back in the dark. <laughs> you right. surround yourself with like it doesn't even have to be expensive things. I right. mean, it can be whatever
0: my tarot um, cards that's one big thing that brings me joy anything. i'm gonna read your cards after we get after we get done with this too
1: oh god can i eat while you're doing it yes of
0: course i know I Are you starving you're like let's get through this shit because i'm hungry
1: that'll be sexy i've never that's had a pair <laughs> i've never had a reading before No, now i've I'm seen excited. i have seen them being performed in the french quarters before. that's
0: true well look as soon mm-hmm. as i get better i'm gonna bring my little fold out table i'm going down there and i am be like <laughs> there you know. go i'm gonna tell you yep. your future and that's when i'm gonna just, make my money if my make, i can that work out i'll be a tarot card reader
1: just make sure you take credit cards nobody's carrying cash anymore that's true that's true <laughs> you'd be in demand Okay.
0: That's true. That's I know. Matched. Okay. We're, okay. So positive affirmations, blah, blah, blah. But ch- okay. So challenge a negative story about yourself was the next step. And it basically, okay. This was one thing in my book also that said your mood becomes your temperament, becomes your personality. And okay. It, basically just talks about how like your mood is ours you know like i'm in a bad mood okay you're not in a bad mood because this is last a week this is now your temperament or your month mu- or month or whatever you know like mm, and yeah you, i know i know and it's like a slippery yeah. slope you don't realize and then after years of being in a mood and having the same temperament now it's your personality like that's who you are you know you're not yeah. just having a bad day you're a grumpy bitch and i know when you like
1: that. when you when you say that i had names just popping into my head.
0: Yes. Just and
1: and names.
0: Yeah. And I don't I mean I didn't want to be, I was very close to becoming that person.
1: You know what's terrible is that those people, if you put, you know, um the same logistics and surroundings of yourself or like a really, really happy and grateful person beside Mm -hmm. them. And then you put what that grumpy person has next to it they don't look much different Very like true. the grumpy person has a house the grumpy person has the car they have mm-hmm. all their stuff and whether it's lack of gratitude or just the mindset that's right. all it takes to change all that into mm-hmm. everything that you need right and you be- you become just a, such a pleasant yes. person
0: yes um, and honestly like I know people say like, oh, she's always in a good mood. Not about me, but people, you know, they're all like, oh, she's always happy and whatever. That is not easy. No one is just naturally fucking happy all the time.
1: No. You mm-hmm.
0: know, and, and the people who are negative around you, I found me trying to be positive. It's way, way easier to be grumpy all the time and to be angry yeah. and whatever. But to go in to work and try to be, you know, whatever. And then everyone around you is pissy. So now you have to deal with all their negative energy, but you still like you know, and it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy; it's definitely hard.
1: Sure, sure. But, but it's, you don't want to become a Yeah,
0: exactly. No, it's
1: worth it. Um, the uh, so I said something about I don't think everybody has to get sober. Mm-hmm. I don't think everybody has to get Botox. Another thing that I want to mention is if you're on medication, that's okay. One hundred percent. I am on a mild antidepressant Mm -hmm. and I probably could live without them
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um but the people around me don't want me to (laughs) right
0: Right. well you know it's interesting that you brought that up too because and I think I might have showed you one of these but I want to talk about the stigma on one of my episodes the stigma of mental health um medication yeah. or you know yeah. whatever there's a lot of stigma around one take medicine and there is nothing wrong with it i'm on an antidepressant i have no if, shame about it
1: right and if that if that's what it takes then that just just becomes part of your routine
0: right um
1: usually the people who are telling you that you don't need that
0: mm-hmm.
1: are people who need that
0: exactly <laughs> exactly the ones
1: who could use uh, it sure
0: sure
1: uh science is a wonderful thing yes. i think that probably you know and there are some people that's like you know god put a pharmacy in your head and if you would exercise then you would activate that pharmacy that's already in there and i'm mm-hmm. like god made my doctor and they're really smart <laughs> Yeah, so God made just go too. This, you know? right yeah well yeah so another uh, thing don't that- don't let anybody shame shame your routine
0: that's very true and one thing that it was from one of the like mom blogs that i followed at one point was talking about Basically, your brain is the only thing that is broken that you have to fix with the broken thing. Like, essentially, if you, if it would be like you breaking your leg and then being like, okay, you're gonna have to walk it off.
1: Yeah, you know, fix like, yourself. What?
0: Yeah, like what the yeah. broken thing is having to fix the broken, the broken thing? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard, you know, and I'm not saying your brain is broken. Hello, like, I'm not, you know, but. Sure. I mean, there is something that's not you know, it, that it's imbalanced in my brain. So I take a medicine for it and it helps. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. a raging bitch all the time. So,
1: sure, you sure. know. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, I could probably live without it, but the people who deal with me would prefer that I take it.
0: I'll right. we'll, we'll humor them. <laughs> well, this is another thing that actually goes along with that, which is forgiving yourself.
1: Mm, forgiveness is a beautiful thing. It
0: really is, but it's also very hard.
1: Oh, terribly difficult. Terribly difficult. Some of the most forgiving people that I know, um, they're probably like a common misconception is like, if you forgive everybody for doing that, you're going to be a doormat. And it's not necessarily that. um, When you, when you have needed forgiveness in your life for, a bad season or whatever. I had a lot of friends and family that I hurt with my drinking and drugging. And I I felt forgiveness from them. I've had friends and family and people around me that I grew up with who really, really hurt me. Right. But because I have been in need of forgiveness, because I have received Mm -hmm. forgiveness, I can Give forgiveness, and that's kind of one of those things that if you don't give it out, you're going to quit getting it.
0: Okay, so you're right.
1: it's 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 like a river. I mean, you you're just right. kind of have to take it in and push it out. Okay, well, and, see and-
0: that changes things for me because my Real Housewives tagline, sure, is the only thing I hold better than my liquor is a grudge.
1: <laughs> <gasps> Isn't that right? Is that it? <laughs> that's yeah. it. Yeah. Grudges, you know, grudges and resentments for, um, in, in the community of sobriety, Mm -hmm. uh, there is a strong movement of a resentment is one of the first things that would make you drink again.
0: Uh, so I have to be
1: very careful what I hold on to and like, what's important Right. And you usually like if I I could name you probably like the top 5 bullies that I had in high school, they called me faggot, sissy, you know, everything. Right. But those five people, they turned out to be decent humans. They no longer deserve real estate in my head though. That's true i'm not giving them free space see, that's I'll a speak- very
0: mature way to look at it
1: i'll speak to them if i see them in town but they are not living up in this botox right. head <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely fucking not not for free
1: <laughs> no well um you're robbing yourself of your own space by <laughs> putting them in there <laughs>
0: you're right and honestly you're teaching me something because this is something i struggle with okay so <clears throat> all right I'll come back to something about my book too. Don't let me forget. But nice. the, the other day, this is as I'm trying to be forgiving. And I had just, well, I'll go it. I just read in the book that when you, you know, when you remember an incident, whatever it is, your mood goes back to that. Just like PTSD, you know, like you don't have to be experiencing <sighs> it. But as soon as you think that story, the anxiety, the anger, all those feelings start kicking in.
1: I'm and it hasn't back. even
0: happened so what you're saying that's like right. they're keep, they're literally keeping free space in your head and that's what it is but i've always been very loud and outspoken and that's mm-hmm. kind of my thing I'm, a lot of bark but i also have a lot of bite too and sometimes i think sure. that if i let if i forgive people and i let things go that they're gonna do it again like my ex did something the other day it pissed me off and i was like see this is when i want to turn around and show my ass because i know if i go over there and act like a crazy bitch he's not gonna do it again
1: sure so but- th- this is this is where i would be uh different with my high school bullies right. to, i'm using them as a placeholder and yeah. like a talking point not right. necessarily them as people yeah. uh forgiveness doesn't mean that you have to go spend time with them and practice forgiveness. Right. Forgiveness is letting have, let, letting what happened happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Moving away from that and growing from that but not holding hands with that person that hurt you anymore. Right. I kind of I kind of had this experience in church. And you said we both grew up Southern Baptist. I do want to say I am not a Southern Baptist anymore.
0: Me neither. <laughs> and that's what I, I the, tell
1: people I say, I don't know if I uh if I ran from the darkness or if I saw the light. But <laughs>
0: like, yeah, and I'm not here to shit on religion, but like no, what you said, no, look, the right. viewpoint that we have is way I think bigger and spirituality is kind of what I connect sure. with. But yeah, whatever big, you want to call it, if you call it God, I call it like you know, universe, spirit, whatever.
1: Yes. Whatever
0: yeah. makes you feel good.
1: For me, um of course I go to the Methodist church here. Uh com- anybody whose tagline is open hearts, open doors, open minds. Honey, that's You're where I'm sh- that's where I'm showing up. So, <laughs>
0: that's right.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um I in uh, you know, long story short with the forgiveness thing, if I continue to go back to the spot where I was hurt like Mm -hmm. if I if I I keep standing in the ant bed I I can't fuss about the ants you keep
0: getting bit yeah yeah I can't fuss about the ants
1: if I'm still in the ant bed now if I move over there and the ant bite heals then forgiveness is probably going to happen
0: and they're not going
1: to bite me again because I'm not going to stand in them so you might find forgiveness easier with some space
0: that's a very good way to look at it It would be very hard to forgive a snake when he's biting you as opposed to like you know years later like oh that sucks and that's another thing it's fine if they're right and that's another thing. so that's the next step (laughs) yeah exactly is committing to self-love and that's a thing like really committing to it separating yourself like don't be afraid to cut off toxic people you know keep your good support system make sure you have a support system
1: I have grieved a lot of people who aren't dead yet (laughs) because they weren't as good as I wanted them to be or believed them to be. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't be as good as I needed to be having them in my life. Now, I'm talking, I'm former teachers, former mentors former you know um people that i really really looked up to honey when you grow up and you realize who people really are yep. and that that's not coming from a jaded place that's mm-hmm. coming from a place where you kind of like get your cataracts removed
0: yeah and
1: you're able to see things a little bit more
0: clearly yes like when you become the, a parent and you're like, oh shit, my parents didn't know anything. They were literally just out here winging sure. it. You realize adults sure. know nothing, basically.
1: Yeah. And the further you get away, it's the further you get away from that snake or that ant bed, the better it is.
0: Exactly. And the more, the easier everything is to separate what their issues are and your issues are.
1: Sure. Because
0: sure. a lot of times I like, I'm a Virgo. You know how people say that, and then they yeah, say yeah, but like yeah. that defines it, But I'm a very like nurturing person. I'm like the mom of the group, you know. So like my thing yeah. is to to pour love into people. I love. I'm from the south. I love feeding people. You know, yeah. I, you like to take care of them. But it's a very slippery slope to go down because once you start exerting all of your energy on them, you have nothing to give back to yourself. And that actually nice. when I started because I did do therapy for a little while, I and mean, then I just didn't have you, to you it. You cannot
1: pour you cannot pour from an empty cup
0: cup. that's exactly (laughs) what it was that's exactly what she said and she was like think of it once i really started looking at it that way i have a cup full of water and she's like you're pouring it out whatever turn all that energy that you would be putting towards other people and put it Mm -hmm. back in your cup and when i thought about Mm -hmm. it i was like oh shit you're right like the energy i spend you know doing my boyfriend's laundry because i want to make happy, you know and it brings me joy too like that's the thing but if you can and, be exerting all that energy into something that's going to benefit you, do that.
1: And then at the end of the day, you've got a pile of dirty underwear for yourself.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and they're like, all right, honey, see you later. I it.
1: Yeah. You yeah. I, I think, and probably human instinct is, well, if I, um, if I don't, you know, give it away and I drink it first, there's not going to be enough for them. Exactly. But what you find is if you take care of yourself First, that cup starts overflowing into more water you're ever gonna need. So then you end up giving it to strangers. Exactly. And then you turn into like a really, really loved person. Yes. Fun. And that is a true. lot of fun.
0: That's true. And the first time, like when you when you're especially your closest friends, start saying, like, Becca, mm-hmm. you look really happy. Like you're just glowing. You I've just never mm. seen you so happy. It's like, yeah. That is yeah. one of the best compliments to receive. You know, like I am. Sure. I am. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I feel and they're pretty proud much of stable it. these days.
1: <laughs> they're proud of it, honey,
0: because yes. they're not
1: having to deal with Eeyore anymore. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're like, We're I'm fucking like, thrilled like, because you're not a grumpy ass
1: <laughs> melancholy yeah.
0: bitch all the time.
1: We're so happy. We're so happy. Yeah. And and, and if you find a friend group. That celebrates you at best, that's your people.
0: Exactly. And
1: if they don't, then that's not your people and you need to move on. Yep. And, and keep in your circle uh to, to be people that you want your life to be like. You don't need to be spending time with anybody that you, if you woke up tomorrow and it was like a Freaky Friday situation and you yes. switched lives with them, you don't need to be spending time with those kind of people. Right. I, every one of my friends, I would trade lives with them in a heartbeat and they would trade lives with me in a heartbeat. Right. There are people that I used to spend time with that I would have never wanted to wake up. Right. So, and what, what you think you will become and Mm -hmm. what you live, you know, what you live around, you will eventually.
0: And that was one thing I saw the other day that was, it was some article I was reading and it was like, um. Your personality is created from the five people that you hang out with most.
1: Yeah. And I sent yeah. it in a
0: group text and was like, y'all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> y'all have to get it together.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the 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 cornucopia of bullshit that we've got. Like we all we're all coming together. We're working on ourselves, bitch, but we're all like moving really yeah. single, so we're in it. But um yeah, another yeah. big thing that I I have to remind myself a lot too, because we're talking about like fast tracking is don't search for instant gratification because Good things take time. You are not going to love yourself overnight. Oh no. You know. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, and I think you'll realize that as you start to uh, kind of shift the way you think about things differently, mm-hmm. and then one day you like wake up a year, or two, maybe three years later, and you're like, "Oh, this really works." Yeah. It's, it won't be like a month, but it but it all happens one like hour one day one week one month at a time and then all that strings along yeah and before you know it it's it's like a way of life
0: yeah and it happens and you turn around look you're like damn
1: I like you know that would have yeah that would have really
0: shook me up and I had that moment the other day something that would have sent me over the edge Mm. only mildly sent me over (laughs) I was able to reel it in and (laughs) walk away from the situation I was still mad And when I left, I was like, you know what? And that's when I was like, I don't, if I walk away from this, they're going to think I'm a doormat. But I was like, you know what? The universe is way better at uh, delivering karma than I am. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I have to sit back and know, like, the universe is going to deal with it. I can't. Sure. But then it affects me. So they're going to get what they'll, they'll get, whatever they'll reap what they sow.
1: Sure. That's not my
0: responsibility to try to balance the scales of justice, you know?
1: No. Yeah. And that's why it's always good to put out what you really (laughs) want to receive. And, and for me, as far as like, I, I don't consider myself to have any enemies. I have people who aren't in my life anymore and that's totally different from enemies. I still want to see them eat. I just don't Mm -hmm. want them to eat at my table. And, um, that's totally fine because at the end of the day we're all getting fed right but i i can't have any ill energy or like ill will towards that person because what i wish on them i'm gonna
0: get a hundred percent that's the law of attraction low vibrations if you put them out that's what you receive and anger uh uh lust all that jealousy comes
1: right back yes
0: it's all low level shit and that's why i'm trying to like Rise above like
1: that. you know. Yeah, and it it gets easier. Um, it's it sounds boring, but it's, the high road is much less traffic. <laughs> I know. Like it does sound wrecks. more boring.
0: That's what it's I think. A, that's really what stresses me out. Is like, fuck, you know, dude, am I just gonna be this like lame bitch?
1: Yeah. Well, you know what's cute is that is a livable life.
0: That's true. Because Not being dumb.
1: What do you normally think? You think like, oh, that old, boring person that does the same thing. Guess what? They're old.
0: They survived. That's true. (laughs) Wow. I've never thought about it that way. It's like survival of the fittest, but survival of the calmest. You don't. Yeah.
1: And contentment. You don't see like many, you don't see many old people running around living hard fast. That's true. So boring, boring is really.
0: slow and steady wins the race that's true (laughs) and not having to get my friends bail me out of jail yeah
1: yeah yeah. that's not
0: also not a good look um well the last one is continue learning more which always yes and this is a thing also in that book that um which I like because it kind of tells you the like scientific part of it it's not just like you know positive vibes and whatever it's it's actual you know it's science and um, it says that the more energy, basically, that you flood your brain with, the more likely you are able to make a connection with that idea. So, mm. the more you read different articles that, you know, kind of say the same thing or whatever, you're basically just filling your tank up with gas.
1: You know. To get you, that.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. you're more likely to, like, I get put in a shitty situation, but I know the last 10 months I've been studying this shit, I'm more well equipped to deal with it.
1: And if somebody doesn't believe in that concept, the easiest way to convince them that all of that that you just said is true, Mm -hmm. tell them to take one person who watches one type of news station and another person who watches the other type of news station. And each of those individuals are both hell bent into thinking they're right. Then take a news station from another maybe across the pond yeah or twitter (laughs) and 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 listen to what's really happening right and those are the people you want to hang out with (laughs)
0: that's very that's a very good way of looking at it you're not getting the full look if you just look at the one
1: if yeah yeah and it's the uh what is it's, it's um been described a lot as the yellow car concept Yes. If if you think like, what? When's the last time I saw a yellow car? And you think, well, I hadn't seen a yellow car in a long time. But then the day that you go out looking for a yellow car, you're gonna see six of them as soon as you step out of Target. Exactly.
0: That's so whatever, exactly right. And that's whatever what it you're is. looking you, for. That's what you're, you're looking find. for. That's
1: what you're gonna find.
0: That is a perfect way to look at it. Okay. So this is the last thing that I want to go through: the examples of some self-love practices that we have. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So one of mine, we're talking about a bedtime routine, running a bath, putting on some Zen music on my Alexa. Oh, she's gonna Sure. Um, painting my toenails, meditating. Like we talked yeah. about taking walks around, oh, especially if you live in new Orleans, I'm so jealous. Cause I lived there for a little while. Well, yeah. Metairie, let's not get crazy. It was mattery, but you know, like, but to <laughs> walk around this thing, just kind of walk around. It doesn't have to be this like you know, get 30 minutes of cardio. It can be, but also it could just be go out and connect with nature, Sure. fit in the woods and meditate.
1: That's it. Just move.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Move your
1: body. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then also you were talking about having, this was something that I liked having dates with your friends. (gasps)
1: <gasps> yeah so I told you that yes. I was like if we're talking about love and we're talking about you know mentioning Valentine's or being single or whatever I can't say that I've truly ever been in an official like textbook relationship right. but what I do right now that probably my four close guy friends are aware of mm-hmm. is I, I date them and yeah. it's not a romantic thing of course I care about them and I love right. them but I think we get too hung up on I have to have the perfect person uh, or stranger to, like, go do this or go yes. do that. But if you can get you, like, especially now because our brains are a little bit unfrozen. Right. So it might be a chick and it might be a dude and, it, you know, whatever. Right. You have this circle of friends that when you want to go have a nice dinner. You go to dinner, and yeah. You get you get the nice dinner, and uh, you don't deprive yourself of all those good things while you're waiting around for the perfect person to come.
0: I love that.
1: Um, yeah, because I, I rotate. I mean, and maybe Facebook needs to have a revolving door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, this is what I like to say. I say I like to keep my basket full. Okay, so I always got to have a couple sure. of eggs in there. You know, sure,
1: that's never right. let that
0: basket go driving
1: some days scrambled some days fried some days over easy
0: (laughs) that's right you gotta have a you know there's a different uh vibe for every day
1: that's right that's right you just pick one out yeah dating your friends is really cute and I love I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that probably people in relationships could do that as well like um you know guys go out with the guys whatever um However, your relationship shakes down and your interests. now i wouldn't say that like a heterosexual couple where the woman should go to hang out with uh, a dude yeah right. I don't, You know, <laughs> whatever but <laughs> yeah uh it, it could be cute to kind of like practice a concept of dating your friends because uh you miss out on a lot of opportunities That's when true. you look at it in the traditional type way of well so-and-so's got to go to that wedding with me or i got to show up to the class reunion with somebody different it's like right no. You go get that best friend that you've had for twenty years because they're still going to be in your life. Exactly. Not not showing up with a stranger. You know how you know they're predictable. You know they're funny. Dependable. You know know each other's jokes. You can go back and forth. It's yeah. It's a whole entertainment quality. Yeah, it ends up being way more fun.
0: A hundred percent. Well, yeah, that's what my girlfriend. Valentine's Day card that came in the trash from one of my best girlfriends said that she, I'm trying to think of what, yeah. I love you more than any man ever would. So I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> I love that. I love She's that. She's like, you're a fucking catch, okay? Like, I'm yeah. your soulmate. I love yeah. them. He I was trash. It. Yeah, yeah, because it's true. Those are your people, and those are the ones who are looking out for you. Yeah,
1: always. And they're going to be there for for the long run. Right. And longevity is what we're looking for. That's
0: exactly right.
1: Not in relationships, not in romance. We're looking for longevity in our own personal life. Because I think for too long, we have not talked about what it takes to live a livable life. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) very true.
1: We were not meant to be measurable. Exactly. um so yeah we're living
0: basically we were living in survival mode and that is one good thing we'll talk about being grateful obviously terrible things happened with corona obviously but i was able to like i I think everyone kind of saw we all kind of took a step back and like i said the younger generation was like none of this makes sense we're floating on a fucking rock what why are you all all stressed out and running to go to these jobs that you hate all the time yeah Yeah. chill out Let's just like reset
1: yeah you know yeah
0: We'll start. It's been start. nice.
1: It's okay. been nice in some ways. It's been terrible. I mean, over 400,000 dead. We Ugh. can't ignore that.
0: Obviously, um,
1: yeah. but at the same time, uh, it has been a time to, we thought we were all staying at home mm-hmm. to like stay physically healthy. And some people figured out what mental health was really all about. Yes. We thought we were staying six feet away from like other people so we didn't get this virus and right. like whatever. And it's like, well, when you're trapped at home by yourself, you gotta face the music. Baby. That's exactly you, you got a
0: lot of time to think, yeah. babe.
1: Yeah, yeah, face the music and you better like the song.
0: That's very true. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: my so, gosh. Uh,
0: well, so okay, so are there do you have favorite self-love practices that you want to talk oh. about?
1: as far as rituals no or anything
0: whatever makes you feel better something that people could get an idea of like what they could do yeah I mean singing um, and writing
1: I do that I sing and I write a lot and my best friend Leanna she produced love is love and we go back and forth on music all the time I think it's important to have a hobby Mm -hmm. uh, especially if you're doing like a nine to five job like I have a career I have a 401k that I'm scared to look at sometimes <laughs> with the stock market uh, you know yeah, don't look. Um, and, and and those things are necessary mm-hmm. like I mean in in some ways it, go get that health insurance do whatever you have to do to like go get those things but always keep a creative outlet that makes you feel like you're living because yes. while you're quote-unquote make making the living mm-hmm. you're not really living <laughs> you're just taking care of your responsibilities exactly so like it's it, it's cute to have a career and right. it's cute to like still be doing what you love right so where people are like well you better have a backup it's like mm. well you know I get what you're saying but I also like really love my career and I really love you know making music so right. why can't I have both exactly and I can, you know just have both yeah uh
0: And having someone, like you're saying, with your best friend who, if you can find a friend, especially who shares your hobby and something that you can both be equally passionate about. Where it just rolls off
1: natural and it's not the worst. Um, When we were talking about food, you know, talking about diet, like what you put into your body. Mm -hmm. Of course, living in New Orleans, I'm surrounded by good food, right? (laughs) Don't be jealous. But I I am. I I find that that is a thing, yeah. um, because I, eating is a form of survival, and we you know should eat to live instead of live to eat. Mm-hmm. But there's no shame in enjoying good food. Hail so
0: man. we're from the south, babe. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. It's find a big deal, us. Yeah, <laughs> find,
1: find your version of whatever it is, and uh, treat yourself to that because you're worth it.
0: Same.
1: And um. Yeah, just the consumption like yeah. I, when we were talking about the palate cleanser mm-hmm. uh I love I've I probably watched how to get away with murder like through the whole series like two or three times but uh-huh. there are some episodes that can get kind of dark right. so before I go to sleep I switch back to the golden girls right uh, while while I'm talking about that as in tv think about that as in your life if you have a lot of chaos and a lot of trauma in your life and you know that this is happening and you might not be able to escape that find something that cleanses yeah yeah, find your golden girls that cleanses your mind and helps (laughs) you to have peace and joy and just uh just a bright spot in your life you gotta have that
0: yeah gotta have that like the movie soul when they say you find you know when you get in the zone like I just watched
1: you, it the other day. It's
0: so great! Everyone go watch it. It's one of the best very movies. Good. Very good. And John Batiste,
1: uh, John Batiste did the music, and he's he was born in Metairie. Oh wow! A New Orleans musician. He did all the music, and oh, yeah, uh, it was jazz. Yeah, that
0: was a great so movie.
1: Fantastic. But that's what it movie. talks about
0: finding. Like, you're, there's not one thing that you just have to. And this is also one of my favorite books that I just read. Everyone should read it. The Alchemist. Which on the back of the book, it says uh, something, um, I'm paraphrasing, but something like to find one's purpose is the only, well, here, I'll just read it. I've got it right here. To realize one's destiny is a person's only obligation.
1: Sure, yeah, your destiny and your your purpose. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so whatever makes you feel good, stick to it. And if it doesn't bring in income, stick to it and also have a job.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's no shame in that, and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean you're failing at your passion either.
0: Exactly. Because like
1: you like you talked about, um, uh, love is love. Like having twenty over twenty thousand streams in realistic terms, that sounds great. You know, like oh my god, people have listened to my song twenty thousand times. Yeah. But I want to tell people that don't know about the backside of the music industry. That only made me $60. Hey, $60. Well, you want
0: to know how much it takes for, to make money on a podcast?
1: <laughs> for 20,000. Okay. But and, and I paid hundreds of dollars right. to make right. the song. So it's right. like, you know, there's no shame. And and that doesn't mean that's just where we're at in the music industry, yeah, which is exactly. a whole different conversation. Right. Yeah. But you know, just because you're you're creative or like your passion isn't making leaps and bounds of money. It doesn't mean you're failing at it. So don't it, let that take the joy out of it.
0: Yes. And it doesn't mean that it won't take off later because, especially sure. in, you know, actors and singers, whatever, they're you see that they're like, I've been in the industry for 15 years. And then all of a sudden, you get like the Bridgerton guy, you know, and then he gets one thing and now he's going to be James Bond. And who, you know, like it all takes one. So just keep pushing is what I'm saying.
1: You know, who's the perfect example of that? Leslie Jordan yes on instagram so leslie leslie has been sober for about 30 uh, leslie's probably been sober for about 35 years now so i knew of him from like the recovery community and he had been in some movies that were really popular amongst Mm -hmm. the gays and uh he was on will and grace and stuff like that but millions of people found out about him because of instagram during quarantine Uh, and if you ask people just um like um two years ago they would be like well who is that and you ask about them now and they would be like
0: oh my god yeah what's his his phrase he's well shit what y'all doing yeah that's what what they know now Uh, yeah Yeah.
1: you the so keep doing whatever you're doing that makes you happy yeah keep singing acting writing volunteering um, loving yourself yeah keep keep living your life and keep celebrating love it's not all about romance and gushy gushy it's about living a livable and lovable life
0: i love that and you have been an inspiration to me and i'm sure lots of other people and i want everyone to go right now and stream your song because i'm gonna do it again love is love it's on spotify yeah
1: it's on everything
0: okay it's on everything everything
1: okay and you have a
0: social media is there anything you want to plug
1: Sure, they can just go to my Instagram, which is at Brandon Andrews. Okay. And if they wanted to go to my website, that's BrandonAndrewsMusic.com. But I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. And if you have any questions about anything that Becca and I talked about, you can DM me. And if I can figure out how to get you out of that filter box, then I'll respond to you and we can chat about it. But I've so enjoyed being on with you. And I'm Thank so proud you. of you for Thank doing you. this. I'm- and I s- celebrate your podcast and um, very, 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 very proud of you. I'm happy that I know you.
0: I'm happy that I know you. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. That's thing. My heart That's is glowing. This might be, dare I say, knock on wood, the <gasps> best Valentine's ever.
1: There you go. There you go.
0: Well, thank you so much again, Brandon. You're obviously going to be back. I hope you know that.
1: Fabulous. I can't wait.
0: We'll talk about all shitty teachers, medication. We'll get all of it, babe. I've got a list.
1: (laughs) You name the names, I'll make the faces.
0: (laughs) Done. I'm not afraid to spill tea everywhere.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, well thanks again, I've so Brandon. enjoyed this. Yes, Thank definitely.
0: You. And you will be back, and everyone, if you are single for Valentine's Day, just use some of these practices and love yourself. Absolutely. Okay, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.